0: Welcome back to the Crazy Poultry Podcast. Yes, we are still alive, even though we took a long-ass fucking break. But it is officially now 2024, so it's time to go back and look at 2023 for our personal best and worst of the year. As for usual, I feel like we have to say, yes, this is our personal preferences. doesn't mean that they are the absolute best films, they're just the ones that we enjoy the most, or the worst that we just had the worst time with. And we're going to be starting off with worst of the year, because we feel like getting some anger out, possibly. And of course, you're joining me for this big occasion, Miss Black Swan, herself, Caitlin. Hello. Mr. Knickers Chicken, Nick Wood. Howdy, y'all. The Gobbler, Damon Anderson. Hi. And making her return, Mama Hen. <laughs> jamie livers hello (laughs) so guys uh before we dive into how did everybody feel about what they saw this year as far as like did you feel like it lived up or were you kind of disappointed or somewhere in the middle
1: i guess somewhere in the middle okay
0: fair
2: yeah it was certain genres that thrive in certain genres that did not
3: thrive yeah. so yeah i agree with nick on that like <clears throat> some genres were doing really good and then some just kind of fell apart and my problem was i just seen a lot of this year yeah like there, there was some good stuff that came out and some bad stuff that came out but a whole lot of movies i saw couldn't make either list <laughs>
4: I thought there were some weird, odd movies.
3: <laughs> that's an understatement,
4: and, and you that's, say come, you, that's saying a lot for me. You, you are but, saying
0: they're odd, and yet you saw way less
3: than us.
4: Yeah, I'm just saying what I thought. There's a movie that I could
3: uh, show you right now that you'd be a little weirded up. Are you mayor. talking
1: about Bo is Afraid?
3: No,
0: <laughs> no. Well, but that would be up there. But okay. yeah, but so yeah, like you, I kind of felt like this is the year of okay. Now, the other issues that I started to come with, not necessarily this list, but the other list, it started to become harder as far as that go. Uh, For worst, I felt I have a 10, but then I saw some stuff that then kind of breached in and knocked a few out. Uh, But seeing as we all didn't see as many, uh, let's just quickly go, go around to how many are on your list for worst of the year? I have four. Nick has 10, like me.
3: I have
0: five.
4: I'll say, yeah, five. Yeah.
0: She she was telling me earlier it was kind of a struggle for what she was going to put down in there because they're so close. Uh, So apparently Nick and I will just be the only ones, really, unless somebody has seen it and can comment on it for five uh and nick i'm gonna give the floor to you what is your number 10 worst of the year
2: uh my number 10 worst of the year i think it came out actually earlier in the year it's uh the 2023 reboot of house party um and from the preview it looked really bad uh it was a shallow cesspool of bad jokes mindless characters and a relentless dull story the actual house party itself didn't even start until like halfway in the film So I was like, oh, this is going to be shitty. So From beginning to end, it was just crap, and it was a complete disgrace to the actual original.
0: Uh, Yeah, I've not really seen the original, so I didn't have much to go on. I did watch that. The only reason, though, that it didn't fall into my top ten, it's a dishonorable mention, is because I completely forgot about it. There you go. It
4: made no uh, staying power whatsoever. I did too. After I probably watched it
0: too. Okay. <laughs> See, that's what happens. We reveal something. And we're like, it. oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that that I think that would have been maybe like twelve for me, because I knew it was bad, but the, I forgot about it. So, uh, my number ten worst of the year. It had a chance to fall out, but I decided to stop watching what I thought were gonna be bad movies. And uh, let's say it falls into definitely a category of certain disappointments this year. Carol Danvers,
2: prodigal child
0: of the Milky Way.
2: Nick Fury, my favorite one eyed man of entry.
4: How goes it out there? Uh, you yeah. know, cold, no air, space.
2: That is the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Before he says anything, that is a dishonorable
1: mention of mine. Yeah. Uh, that is on my list. Uh, well,
0: you can wait. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I,
0: I thought that this was the catalyst of what has happened with Marvel now. Uh, just joke, joke, joke. Serious. If what you thought was Thor uh, Love and Thunder, this was at times three for me. Oh, God. Um, because the worst part is that they're trying to have, because nobody has liked Carol Danvers, really. <laughs> She's not really been a connecting character. Also, uh, geez, I even forget her name sometimes, uh, but she came in the Wanda series. She still has not really had development, but they're trying to set her up as a sympathetic character. Yeah. The only reason this is at number 10 and not higher is because I at least enjoy Miss Marvel.
3: Yeah, Kamala I, Khan's really yeah,
0: fun. She she at least brought an energy and an urgency to it. But other than that, the effects just look cheap.
3: They look like they should be on the television. You you could tell by the trailers that it looked like that's why I didn't even watch it because I was like I'm not watching because I knew it would probably be number one on my list because I am just so fed up with Marvel's shenanigans. <laughs> like they just they really need to take everything back, which they're doing. You said like, yeah. they're they're cutting out a year, so yeah. They they pretty much are only releasing Deadpool in the
0: theaters from what I can tell. Um, they
3: need to regroup.
0: Yeah, but again, just because of one particular character, that's why it did not fall, yeah. you know, higher up on this. So uh, continuing on, Nick, what is your number
2: nine? My number nine pick actually, the trailer looked pretty good, and I was kind of intrigued by it because I was a big Adam Driver fan. Oh, I know. I know. That being 65.
0: Um, <laughs> that That's a dishonorable mention for
2: me. I It's one of the most boring movies of the year, and I was like, how can you make Adam Driver and Dinosaurs boring? They definitely achieved that, and uh, they basically failed to include what makes sci-fi and dinosaur action movies great, and they completely tried to do too, too many things at once and never really succeeded with any of them. So I, it was super boring to me, mm-hmm. and I didn't resonate with any of it.
0: Yeah. I... Uh, I, I give it somewhat credit because it at least tried to be a little bit serious and I thought Adam Driver helped it. But, yeah, it's completely forgettable and kind of boring. They should have leaned one way. They should have either tried to be campy and stupid or serious and longer because this this needed apparently more time. Uh,
3: but, yeah. I was hoping it was just going to be super hyper-violent. Like, no. that would have been fucking awesome. No, definitely yeah. was not that. Uh, so number nine for
0: him, sixty-five. Which yeah. Um, my number nine is a film that I was semi intrigued because of one particular actor. Then I found out there was another actor that was in it that I was completely interested in, and uh, it wasn't as good time as I thought it was going to be. Because uh, let's just say it was quite boring. Roger.
4: Yeah. Oh no no! no, 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 no.
1: Oh, kills him. I just got out of here with my life. Did you shoot me? I guarantee you, there's more men that are already coming, and they will not stop until
0: we are all dead. Come on, Ashley. Ashley, come on. Come on. Old guy. Keeps killing everybody. Everybody. Hey, everybody. That is the retirement plan, starring Nicolas Cage, Ron Perlman, and Jackie O'Haley. Uh I thought this could have been a possible so bad it's fun. It also could have been a comedy that I was just like, huh. Oh. But pretty much after the first ten minutes, maybe twenty if I want to be generous. The plot really starts to kick in, and it is monotonous. It's ter- It looks like a freaking TV movie again. Oh, no. And, again, the only reason why it falls at number nine and not higher is because at least Nicholas Cage is kind of funny in it. Ron Perlman's character actually starts to have, like, what could be development, but then it's just thrown away. Like... He actually, like, starts to have, like, the most development as, like, this goon, like, second in command that starts to probably lean towards the good side, maybe. But, nope. Uh, yeah, it just felt tedious, and it just got very unfunny pretty quick. And when everything is said <laughs> and done, I didn't want to remember this ever again. But, yeah, I remember the disappointment that it was, so that's why it's it. I never remember saw mine.
1: it. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I do, however, yeah. have his involvement later. So yeah, uh, so once again, continuing on, Nick, <laughs> uh, you're number eight. Since we heck, God, uh, way to go! Recently
2: saw this one. It came out on was it Peacock, but I think it was in the theaters too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, this is a video game turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. And from the preview, it looked horrible. And I'm like, "Oh, well, thank God it's going on Peacock, because I would not go to theaters to see it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That would be Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Um, first of all, the movie's PG-13, and I knew it was going to be in trouble because it would limit the scariness and create the toothless experience that failed to capture the creepiness of the, the game itself. And uh, it was very predictable. made no sense. The more the movie tried to progress, the story was all over the place. I have no idea how they came up with the shit they did in that movie because it had nothing to do with the game. And uh, I just cared about none of the characters. So uh, I don't know what else to say other than it was another video game failure.
3: It yeah, was a reason why it was PG because I wanted to bank on those kids. 13. i got to get those kids yeah. in there to fucking get them it, watching that movie. It probably could have been great had it you know, gone up to
2: R but, and changed the story to the actual game itself, but it didn't happen.
0: Well, I'm going to have to bite my tongue right now. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, because I can't really say...
3: You, that was the most you probably could say, because nobody else probably can either. I—I I, See, I didn't end up getting to watch I, it, and I was, I was kind of excited for it. Yeah, the trailer, you said, hyped you up a little. Yeah, I was like, okay, I was like, it looks interesting enough, like, the the whole lore and the game stuff, but apparently they didn't go any into the lore, which is messed up, because apparently the guy who made the games and wrote the books and all the lore... Helped on it, and I'm like, if I was, if that was me, I would be absolutely
4: furious that they fucked it up so bad. Like, huh? well, you're talking about the kids. How, it, how my son watched it three times, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and okay. so he's like, "Oh, come on, watch this with me."
3: Because it's it's yeah. marketed on kids. That's yeah, we were wanted. just like,
4: okay, well, I was like, "This is the stupidest movie yeah, it ever." It doesn't saw. have to be good when
3: you have <laughs> when you have kids involved. It does not have to be good because they will watch. Absolutely, look at the kids that sit around and watch fucking like Coco Melon and shit. They're just enthralled over them dancing around fucking, I love you. Like, it's. Yeah.
2: And to add to the worst of it all, there was a really bad original scream reference at the end of this.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, God.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, moving on then to my number eight worst of the year list uh i had a feeling this could but i still wanted to give it the benefit of doubt then it still made it <laughs>
3: We're not a threat. They won't just kill us, will they? You're delusional. You think the soldiers
1: will show them mercy?
0: is Rebel Moon... Quick question. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about this together? Is it your number seven? It's it's higher up for me. uh, I'll just go ahead and say my piece, then you can go. Uh, Yeah. Do you like Star Wars? That's literally what it is. It's that. Seven Samurai. It's everything that Star Wars was inspired by. Except characters is nothing. (laughs) Uh, I... Again, the reason why it's not lower on my list is because I will at least admit, the style and the look-wise is not too bad. It actually looks like a pretty good sci-fi thing. In fact, Star Wars probably could learn, maybe do this a little bit more, the style. But these characters are just a character sheet, D&D reference here, uh, give you traits and things like that. What? Who are you as a person? Nope! <laughs> No 3 page background? Nope, there's nothing. Uh, and the fact that this is... I initially heard it was a three-parter. I think it's Na- two. Now I'm hearing it's a two-parter, so I'm like, but there's apparently a director's cut that is three <laughs> hours. I have that written on here. <laughs> Zach, Zach, you can direct a movie. That That is all I would say. If you are the screenwriter or part of the story, no. Because you can't write characters, and all I don't even you do—like his
3: directing—all
0: you do is borrow. And the thing that was actually irritating me the most is the slow mo. This would be thirty minutes shorter if it didn't have slow mo. Uh, I know there are defenders out there because of Zack Snyder, but I'm sorry if you just want to copy everything because you did this last time with Army of the Dead, which was practically Aliens. But Aliens is, you know, a fucking masterpiece is action. So, yeah, my number eight is Rebel Moon. And as you said, number seven for Nick.
2: It's actually higher for me.
0: Oh, okay. So that's why I did, wasn't sure if you wanted
3: to. Well. You can bring it up again. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, Continue. So, yeah, that that's my number eight
0: is Rebel Moon. What's your number seven?
2: Number seven um, was a movie I saw on streaming recently as well, and it was about one of my favorite human beings, and that being Bob Ross. Uh, (laughs) It's called Paint, and I saw who was playing Bob Ross, and I was like, oh my god, Owen Wilson. Uh, This could be, this could go either direction. Yeah, it could be super
3: good or super bad, yeah.
2: What could have been like an amusing premise, sadly, just did not work. Uh, It resulted in being an unfunny and fairly annoying experience. It reminded me of a wannabe Wes Anderson film, it looks like what I think people who hate his movies see—a total mess and extremely disrespectful to Bob Ross.
0: So, then my question would be going in—is this supposed to be like a biopic, or is it inspired by? Bob
3: I think Ross? it's like the Weird Al biopic was because
0: or that was because I, I thought I was hearing that it was just like inspired by Bob. I think
2: it's a mix of both, which is another issue with that. Yeah, I it tried to be kind of in the middle.
0: Is hmm. yeah, Another I, reason why I didn't like it—that's hard to follow it. I, I completely even forgot that it had come out I remember I saw something about it but when it's also a streaming movie and if I don't even have the streaming service I don't even know when it's on mm-hmm. so and there's several movies that I probably didn't see because they were on a streaming service that I didn't know about or I don't have or didn't come to our theater well that's a given there's a ton of movies like that <laughs> we literally traveled for one so uh, so your number seven was Paint Paint, Paint. Uh, so my number seven is something I was really not looking forward to, but I kept on hearing about it. So I'm like, well, it's connected to a beloved, I don't even know if I want to say franchise because there's only two movies I like in it. Uh, and it walked and angered me a lot. What you doing out there in those woods? you just walking, walking. It's fine. Not... Angela, can you mm. tell your dad how long you've gone? <laughs> mm Exorcist Believer, uh, I will get once again say, the style-wise and how it looked, probably does fit and help. It's everything else where it falls apart. Because tell me if you've heard this. A young girl gets possessed by a demon. Yeah, Exorcist. Mm, What's
3: Exorcist dip- Emily Rose. Uh, you know, like... What, but wait, what makes this one different? It's two!
0: <laughs> and... Supposed to be a trilogy too, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. The next one's called *Exorcist Deceiver*. Oh Jesus.
0: Um, I I believe, and I'm agreeing with that. I guess it's David Gordon Green's wish to just kill all the '70s, you know, horror legends. Did he do this too? Yeah. Yeah. And he completely this man needs to be stopped. He, <laughs> he he completely misses the mark because you know what? Halloween. You can go ahead. The style which you were doing that with is fine because it's very open like that exorcist is not a jump scare a thon it's a thriller and character yeah genre. it's a
3: psychological thriller that's what like always has been like
0: we literally got to see the original exorcist in theaters a week before this came out and that puts it to shame exorcist 3 even is 10 times better than this uh and uh, unless somebody else here has something to say about it later, I was going to ask if well, she I even found it, it dis- scary. I did
1: not think it was scary. It's yeah.
0: higher on mine. It yeah. was not scary. I guess
1: I do lives. have five now.
0: Okay, yeah. Did you forget?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, yeah, very, very uh, telling. I, I will give the young girls credit. They tried their best for what they were given. And I didn't think I'd say this, but apparently there's an Avengers style of getting their religions together.
3: (laughs) See, my biggest thing is with these type of movies, okay, like Halloween did it too. And then even Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) They, they, (laughs) They did it too. It's the idea of let's let's have this movie and let's bring back the original character to help out the legacy characters. Exactly. This was even more insulting. Yeah, it was. That lady would be so fucking old now. Like she was old in the first movie. She's gonna come out there in a fucking wheelchair in the next one or a fucking walker. Like oh, I don't even think she's gonna gonna be in the next one because she's gonna
4: be dead in real life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. They teased at the end with another returning character. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Two seconds.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I dealt with that one time, even though I'm almost a geriatric, too, because this movie came out in the 70s.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a little much for somebody that actually hasn't seen it,
3: but okay. I don't need to see it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You've
0: seen Texas Chainsaw. you've, You've seen this.
3: Yeah. Well, then that's a real fucking shithole win.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so we're at we're at number six? <laughs> yeah. And again, it's still just me and Nick, so...
1: Yeah.
0: you number
2: six, Nick. Uh, My number six is actually a sequel to a movie I actually had a lot of fun with the
0: first one, and uh, it being Meg mm. 2, The Trench. Well, uh, hold on a sec, because guess what? Hmm. that's <laughs> we are in sync <laughs> really oh that's awesome that's
2: spy oh, whatever awesome. down there is trying to make its way to the surface this is a bad idea just a little
0: yeah this sequel is a bad idea <laughs> no kidding
2: uh yeah but you can go ahead and finish it well basically the novelty of Jason Statham fighting that giant shark is completely worn off for me um it's one thing for the movie to be so stupid but also dull too and then uh, there was only one specific scene in the movie that actually grabbed my attention and involved a helicopter propeller Mm -hmm. and uh, like I said before I actually had a lot of fun with the first film this this did nothing for me I actually fell asleep multiple times in the movie
0: see I'm slightly opposite with that because I didn't have as near as fun with the first one Mm -hmm. because I felt like it was trying to do both, where it was trying to be serious but also stupid. And it leaned a little too heavy on the seriousness for me. I will have, and actually, after the trailer for this one, I was actually more excited about this one because it looked like they were going full stupid. I'm like, you know what? This premise needs full stupid. For, let's forget the fucking scientific mumbo jumbo shit and taking Statham seriously as a. Everything in that trailer, that's in the last 15-20 minutes. So that's why I didn't end up trying to watch it. And before that, you have an hour and 30 of stupid, boring, trying-to-be-seriousness. Who knew that you could be into the trench and just be fine without a mech suit and just hold your breath? (laughs) Even though they established that you need the mech suit. (laughs) See, they even forget their own logic and shit. Uh, Again... The reason it just barely, it doesn't go higher up on my list. That shit they said in the trailer does happen. I just have to wait too fucking long. And Jason, he had a hell of a year. That's all I'll say right now.
3: Wait right till next year. Yep. You mean this, this year, year, technically? Well, yeah,
0: technically, yeah, wait till this year. Yeah. Uh, so now that we're at number five, we actually can now start to go you around. Get a little bit of a break, a little bit of a breather. uh uh-huh. So uh, I'm gonna start over here with Miss Black Swan. What's your number five?
1: Sixty-five. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Um, I was actually really excited for it. Yeah. And then we watched it, and then a few weeks later, I forgot I even saw it. You even mentioned it, and I'm like, what movie was that?
0: Yeah, the thing that you were actually much more excited about the movie.
1: Because I thought it was gonna, I thought the premise was really good. I thought the it was going to have a really good story. And they just leave with a bunch of questions.
4: Yeah, I, mean, I don't
0: mind if the sci-fi leaves me. Much, I
1: mean, but. there were some questions that were,
0: like... Yeah. Probably should have been answered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, that's why I was like, this clearly should have been longer. Yeah. It was too short. But,
1: yeah, that was my my number five.
0: Yeah. Well, don't forget, you clearly had the biggest jump scare in this movie.
1: I know. <laughs> a
0: fucking water thing <laughs> scared you more than anything in Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> or Evil Dead. <laughs> Nick, your number five. My number
2: five is something you mentioned, I believe, is your number seven, and that's Rebel Moon Part One A Child on
0: Fire. Yep. Um, oh, what a name. A oh, child it's on, on oh, 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 it's on fire.
2: Oh, it's on fire. I knew nothing about this other than it was closely related to Star Wars, and they said if you like Star Wars, you're gonna like this, and that's mm-hmm. always was the number one movie on Netflix, so I was like, "I'll check it out." And then, our, I would have thought Netflix viewers had a bad opinion. Friend at work we're was opinions, hyping opinions. it, and I'm sure you know exactly who that is.
0: I wasn't gonna, uh, like, I wasn't gonna mention that. But hey, I didn't say who was. <laughs> I Like that, I didn't say that there were fans that might be forgiving uh, yeah well when people complain
2: about franchises and corporate cynicism this is the movie that they should be talking about the whole film exists to fabricate and force hype for something that nobody asked for it's literally unfinished because netflix is already promoting the next snyder cut coming out next year it wouldn't be as frustrating if there were characters to care about or a compelling story since none of that is here it's an
3: aggravating bore fest. Um, I'm, I'm a little worried they might actually start doing it, because, like, like, he saw how much money and shit they made from the Snyder Cut. I wonder they, if, like, that's going to be... I, I'm just going to say, they did come out and say they didn't
0: make as much as they thought they were going to make from that.
3: Yeah. well They, they still technically
0: lost $70 million, <laughs> but that was Warner Brothers saying, you know what, we're done with this. This is Netflix yeah. now saying, we signed a deal with you. So now
3: you can do whatever you want. So I'm wondering if that's going to be his new gimmick is I'm going to make a movie that's probably kind of half-assed, but then I'm going to hold hold me that like, guys, you know, it's actually really good if you watch my cut, where it's well, all the footage. That's the part that
0: I'm really actually like tired of because I'm like, it's not like Netflix is telling you you can't make a longer movie. I mean, look at Martin Scorsese. He put out The Irishman that was over mm-hmm. three hours long. And it was did, good. Like, yeah, it was really good. But this to me is like next Snyder saying, I need more time, but you cannot tell a story. So yeah. why should I give you this much time? Yeah. You're number five.
3: So David. heading back to Marvel. Um you know, I, I was why I you know I, I didn't get to see a whole whole lot of you know, I've seen enough films this year, but this one I was I was kind of excited for, but it just fell short. And that is Ant Man Quantum Mania. That was a dishonorable mention for me. Senator. It fell flat of what it was trying to do. Um, I get it, and the, the only reason why it's so low is because I still love Paul Rudd. Like, I, and I, I think I, he's. I do, but they're messing up Ant Man. <laughs> yes, like he was the, honestly the best part in it, at least for me. I disagree. Um, but then they <laughs> they had to bring out Modoc. And just completely <laughs> shit the bed on that one. Because that, he, they, they fucked him up so bad. To the point where it's like, you guys ruined a, a pretty solid villain. Okay. Patton Oswalt's is yeah his, his Hulu special <laughs> yeah. one. And there's just so many things. And like the film, honestly, was just, like you said, it was full of just jokes. Which Ant-Man, you know, I'll give credit. A little at least Ant-Man is more the comedy type. But it still was just chock full of jokes. It was boring as shit and yeah I just that's why I yeah. made the list the only reason
0: why I didn't make my list is because yes I understand some things about this guy now I but, agree it's... but I thought that Jonathan Majors was very good in I it for with, better... with what he was given yeah I thought he was the best part about the movie however they really are messing up with that character so now I don't know what they're doing but that's another discussion some other time
4: my <sighs> well, number five was a Good Burger too. wow okay uh, because I wanted to watch it because of, you know, they were seeing the original one as a child. But it was just blah to me. Like, it was the same. They didn't really change much except for Dexter having the bad luck this time and bringing it on to Kel. But, he didn't have bad luck in the first one? Well, I'm just saying this one was basically him. He was losing his job, burning his house down, all that crap. But, yeah, that's why I didn't care for it.
2: That was like, one of my dishonorable mentions.
0: I am very soft on that because I thought there was at least some clever jokes in it, but every time there was a clever joke, there was kind of a stupid joke. But I was also like, that's kind of the original too. So it kind of fell into your yeah, yeah, it fell yeah. into my ant list. And I the thing that was actually distracting me the most about Good Burger is that too is that it was kind of making Kel smarter for some reason sometimes, even though he's a mm-hmm. she's supposed to be an idiot. Yeah, that was his whole character. <laughs> the, the thing about Dexter, I thought he was, like, the funniest consistent thing, and his character fell in line with the first one. He fucks up, and he tries to use his friend. And his friend is reluctant. But I think it's also a commentary on stupid people make, getting success nowadays. Um, my number five worst of the year um, is a movie that I was not really too enthusiastic about it didn't kind of maybe think about seeing it, but then I started hearing it was appearing on people's worst of the year list already. So I went to go see it, and what the shock, I was fucking right. They
4: bad behavior.
1: <laughs> hey, why are you here?
4: <laughs> I got this situation where I need mm-hmm. your help. I need bad friends. Who's <laughs> so new guy? Is that sniper? Don't worry about it. A Oh, guys,
2: Remember this face, or it, buy it they got fucking prescription. possession of nuclear missiles a cargo ship off the coast. If
0: these babies Uh, now, I'll definitely admit I was a little bit of a fan of the first two. Third one, I really wasn't so much of a fan of. Uh, this to me already looked bad, cheap, and just full of dick jokes. What was the movie? Bad, cheap, and full of dick jokes. Um, but I think that one of the things that some people may have forgotten to mention, but I did hear some saying... They completely like fucked up the characters. They became very unlikable. Sylvester Stallone is like, what's the word? I'm trying to think of. He's just he's just like trying to be Macho for Macho's sake. He originally left the film, actually. Yeah. No, they even tried something daring with
3: his character, killing him off, only to just bring him back. Mm-hmm. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> but they didn't really spoil anything though, because if they like, I mean, oh my god.
0: Um, But just like that, it has some of the worst green screen I've ever seen. The only reason why it did not fall higher up on my worst of the year is because I had no real expectations about this being good. But it was actually slightly more disturbing with the fact that they kind of proved the Dark Knight theory right. Live long enough, you become the villain. Because they straight up kill innocent people. Like, well, if I didn't already unlike you now, I definitely don't now. So, and the fact that this was a giant bomb, I hope that this fucking franchise is done. So, moving on to number four. Caitlin. Minus The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid remake. Yeah. Okay, why?
1: Um, Well, particularly, a lot of the musical numbers fell short of the original. Mm -hmm. especially the song Under the Sea Mm -hmm. there are certain points in the original song where there are instruments that accentuate the lyrics that was nowhere in the remake Mm -hmm. so it fell flat
2: that was one of my dishonorable mentions
0: that falls into my eh. because I at least kind of enjoyed the interactions when they were on the surface I thought they at least developed the Prince character a little bit more. And there were and I actually didn't mind Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. But, yeah. I mean, if you have a problem with the songs, I completely understand it. Uh, but out of the Disney remakes, this is the one that did not anger me as much. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, your number four? Uh, my number four is, was
2: lower on your list as well, and you, you played the video earlier. That's an amazing original movie The Exorcist Believer Um, see like early on in the movie it kind of had potential and then it frustratingly just decided to do the exact same thing that we've seen countless times Mm -hmm. in other possession films except much dumber Um, it also didn't help that it's the direct sequel to a really great film and adds literally nothing to it by the end it just can't justify its existence and it weighs some good performances in the process so I I mean I, it, it,
0: it, it had a reason to exist to make money
3: yeah
0: and it didn't make as much as they thought was it was going say, to it,
3: it kind of flawed I think it was on stream too right? maybe these companies uh, will learn is. they're going to just continue to lose like they'll maybe make some money but they're not going to be hitting these billion dollar marks and all these crazy shit like they think they're because people are fucking tired of watching shitty movies like well have um, seen them with Disney and Marvel so mm-hmm uh, my number four is actually one that Nick mentioned, House Party. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he kind of hit it on the head. It, it was just... It wasn't as good as the first one. The Kid and Play were fucking awesome in the first one. Like, they were great. And they made it, like, a fun... Like, it was... Especially for, for that time, it per, it fit perfectly with the time. This movie was like, yeah, we're going to make a movie about fucking LeBron. That's what people wanted to see, honestly. is mm-hmm. They wanted to be there because it's fucking LeBron's house. And yeah it just was this. it was a fucking simple ass movie there's nothing like redeemable about it because that's what it was it was fucking boring like and just cameo cameo cameo. basically it's just like look who we can shove in this fucking movie yeah and yeah i i don't like films like that i'm just yeah <laughs> definitely lost all its lore
4: yeah i mean barbie what? <laughs> yeah. What?
3: Okay. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: I already told her that she was gonna have some disagreements.
4: <laughs> well, if I was probably like a little kid and be excited and, about it,
0: and be careful because we all can't take this up now. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. For me, for the other movies I saw, it. I liked the whole girl power, you know, all that stuff. But it, the rest of it was just it didn't make sense to me. So I was just kind of like ready to not watch it. Like, I was just halfway through, and then even the person I was with got up halfway through and got a drink, but he didn't want to watch it no more. <laughs> so I didn't care for, I mean, it was a good movie, and the good actors and all that stuff, but... <laughs> I, <laughs> it's a good movie, but it was on the worst. <laughs> <laughs> on my worst than what I've seen. What, what? It's only my fourth, so, I mean, it wasn't like it was completely the bottom. Okay. It was, okay.
0: We 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 will we will respect her opinion, <laughs> and you know some of us may get to talk about this later. So
1: you know, mm-hmm. uh,
0: but yeah. So Jamie's number four is Barbie. Uh, my number four uh, again was kind of one. I was like, I don't really have much interest, but it's also not too long, and I can just fit this in for the holiday. And I kind of wish now I didn't. Silent Night, starring Joel Joel McKinnon, uh, directed by the supposed, used to be legendary director John Woo, who directed things like Hard to Kill and uh, Face Off being my favorite of his. Uh, This is him returning back to America, and this is labeled as an action revenge movie. You know what it doesn't say? How it's basically a giant training montage most of the time. Him learning to be this great killer, even though he's not an FBI or SWAT team guy. He learns from YouTube. Um, Never mind the fact that we don't really get to know most of these characters. Uh, It also takes the bold approach of being pretty much silent from everybody. Not just him, where it may, makes sense because they set up that he gets shot in the neck and, you know, he can't speak. But his wife barely has any involvement in this and she just lost a son too, but she's given no character all at all too. Doesn't really speak. The villain gets like no thing and it kind of just plays back to that old 90s action trope of... I don't want to say that this director is racist, but it's the white guy from Suburbans taking on the Mexican cartel, basically. Yeah, it, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way a lot of the times about that, so... What about this cop buddy? His cop buddy? What the they fuck get, did he have? That's
2: <laughs> what I'm saying. He, no, <laughs> he came in like two scenes,
0: and he was there at the end. Yeah, so I'm guessing you saw it? Yeah, it would go into my okay. Oh, okay. I... I I just thought that the action was also very uninspired and just took so long to even get there that I just was done. I, like Expendables 4, I forgot to mention this, I looked at my phone and I realized I had an hour left. (laughs) Oh, God.
3: That's (laughs) That's the worst.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, my number four, Silent Night. uh, Not Deadly Night. They couldn't call it that. That's a different movie. (laughs) Yeah. Number three for you, Caitlin. The Marvels. Okay. So go ahead.
1: Um, It was trying to be a female empowerment movie. And then it got to one scene. And I'm just like, what's going on? I think you know what scene I'm talking about. The singing musical part? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, um, is it trying to be a Disney princess movie? Mm-hmm. And I was like, please no.
3: See, the problem I've been noticing about, like, all these movies that are supposed to be, like, pro-female empowerment, I feel like it almost sets it back because... Ghostbusters. Well, that's, yeah, a great example. But uh, it it, it almost, like, the whole idea, because a lot of, if you look at a lot of the, you know, female characters from, like, like, a good example would be Ripley from Aliens. She is a badass woman because she is a badass woman it doesn't matter that she's a woman it's the fact that she will fucking kill you and beat the fuck out of you she's a strong powerful character because of that
0: but she's also right in the head she's just not powerful she's also
3: right yeah like that's the one thing they don't understand is like they try to over do it and just like you can make these characters really fucking cool and like make them great characters well I also thought Kamala Khan did really well yeah and like she, I honestly like I like her character from her show, which I haven't seen. But from when and I saw in the movie, I like that's the thing is like, they can do this without having to like so blatantly, like, overdo it.
0: You you mean like do it, but actually have substance with the story? Yeah,
3: yeah. just make her a powerful character because she's powerful, not because oh we have to make it her powerful because she's a woman. It's just like make her powerful. That's what we want to see. Nick?
2: My number three is only a movie I saw because everybody was saying it was the worst, and I had to kind of validate that, and it was stars John Cena. It is called Freelance. I didn't see it. Dave. But apparently he's in another movie that's just as bad, so it's been a great year for John Cena. Um,
0: oh.
2: Yeah, no kidding.
0: He has some other ones, though.
2: <laughs> well, not being the star, though. Yeah, Side character is fine. Being the star is not. And it also is film or starred Allison Brie, Christian Slater, and Alice Eve. So um, it was definitely one of the most uh, aggravatingly bad films I've seen because it leaned heavily on the political side of things, but it definitely failed at that tremendously. And the ideas, tones, and genres were disastrous. And there was no chemistry to the actors. You didn't care about any of them, which I always hate. And the script still felt like a first draft to me. So, but what even was it? Uh, A political action film.
3: okay. Good boy. (laughs) Well, it was supposed to be. To me, it was not. Damon? Uh, So, my number three is actually um, a movie that came out on Mm Shudder, and that would be Children of the Corn. Oh, I purposely tried not to watch that. That is a dishonorable (laughs) mention. Yeah, so, again, this kind of, uh, kind of dealing with like House Party. They take a movie. Well, actually, this could fit a lot of these movies. They take an old movie and try to bring it back and just fall. The the only thing that gives it credit though is it's a streaming service. It's strictly you didn't a streaming have to go movie. To the theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of gets it a little bit of bonus points. But other than that, yeah, the movie was just awful. The characters were bad. The story was bad. Everything about it was pretty bad. And I mean, yeah. It was just, it, it was not a movie that needed to be made.
4: Yeah.
3: Jenny? Jen, I
4: know, I didn't see that many movies, but this one I watched because uh, my son wanted me to, and that was Scream 6. Um, it basically, yeah. it basically just continued on, like the same, same-o, same-o. It was just Billy's daughter, um, and things are changing, and it was just surprise killers at the end. It was, so to me, this felt like the same, watching the same-o, same-o.
0: It it was in my top ten for a long time, but then something knocked it out. It's actually in my okay films. I thought it was okay. So yeah, that's kind of where I met up. Um, my number three. I was eh, I, I was like, oh, this could be fun and could be funny. Turned out to be one of the worst comedies of the
4: year. I did not speak Russian.
2: Oh, I got yeah, my shit. All I knew how to say was. Oh! bummer of my life we robbing
1: this guy this is love. 23
3: years after those events oh, the story continues what is wrong with this shirt the yeah,
2: machine oh, not today brother not today my dad showed up you paid money to see my son tell his neighbor story about robbing a train in dutch for a million time it's a true story it took about two seconds before he started making me mental look at it He's a monster. Are you the machine? Ma'am, the party's outside.
1: 23 years ago, you stole the only thing my father ever cared
2: about. Sorry, This is some sort of TikTok prank. I'm about to lose my shit. It's definitely
3: a prank. Clearly that's a fake guy. (laughs) Or not. You're coming with
1: me back to Russia. Russia!
0: That is The Machine, starring Burt Kreischer and Mark Hamill. Uh, I thought that this had potentially just to be a funny continuation of the bit from his stand-up, which I did think was pretty funny. Uh, my first detractor, though, already was when I saw the runtime. It was almost two hours. I'm like, this already seems like this shouldn't be worth two hours. And then it proclaimed Brooke Doe's to be a comedy that's not funny. In fact, it starts to get kind of insulting <laughs> to maybe some people that were really excited about it. Uh, it kind of then tries to just be a comedy John Wick. Only it all the substance and like stylistic-wise that John Wick is, it ain't. <laughs> and it's not really about Burt. It turns into about the mob. Yeah, the, the, and I did not mind going to the bathroom during this movie because I got so freaking tired. The one time that I was like, I was going to give this credit, it did a fucking dark-ass joke involving a cat. But then they reneged on it. And I'm like, well, there goes your one dark joke you tried. Uh, so, yeah. My number three is The Machine. This was my number one for quite a while until I saw a couple other ones. I never saw it because I love Bert Kreischer, and I felt like it kind of would have ruined it for yep. me. I, I, I'm now under the thought of Bert only works one time for me. I don't think it's his it comedy work for me. Um... You're number two. Excess Believer. Mm, je- so, yeah, why did it fall here, and why did it not make number one?
1: Well, one, I, I wasn't scared of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that's because number one is pretty bad. Okay. Huh. Uh, <sighs> um, I didn't like it because it was trying to do too much, mm-hmm. so... I mean, not much else to it.
0: Well, but you also never seen an exorcist. Until move. this year. And then you saw the first and third one before this. And
1: I love the third one. Yeah,
0: I knew you would. So. It's no wonder you didn't like this one then. Yeah, it, it retconned it. Yeah, and you know, actually tra- it actually traded in, oh, hey, here's a smart script. Nope. <laughs> here's a dumb script. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got nothing else, I guess. Nope.
2: Nick, what is your number two? Number dos. I'm going to say one that you already brought up earlier, and that is Expendables 4. Um shock. An already declining franchise, because 3 was pretty meh. 1 and 2 I've actually kind of enjoyed. But uh, it was super ugly, disjointed, completely unnecessary, and a childish waste of time. Um, the terrible effects, for one thing, from beginning to end, which you kind of expect that, but not that bad. But the worst part of it all was the shockingly really lazy action of it, which it's supposed to be the centered for it, and it kind of you know just missed the mark on everything. And I just think they should obviously, like you said, stop making the films.
0: We're
3: considering it lost a lot,
0: yeah.
3: Hopefully it is. I've seen one and two, so I, I mean you're fine then. Yeah, yeah. the one was first one was okay, but yeah. I I now have no inkling
0: really to go back to them.
3: Yeah. My number two is actually another uh, a film that is part of a group of films that are actually, I consider, okay ish, at least. Mm-hmm. And that would be Fast X. Okay. But this, this, this fell <laughs> into oh, my okays. Nine, so, my biggest problem is the past movies, I felt like, you know. Did, did, you, were, see, did you see Nine? No. Okay, then. <laughs> nine. nine uh, nine's the worst. It is. But it re- really hit pretty hard when I went and watched this because I went with another buddy of mine and then you, and I don't know if you went to that one. Oh, um, but it, it just, whatever it was trying to go for, it, it It was so fucking ridiculous. The whole movie was ridiculous.
4: That's the franchise! <laughs> <ice>. No,
3: way <laughs> ridiculous. Compared to some of the other films that I've seen oh. in this series, like, it got a little wild, but... This one was uh, the only thing that made this not number t- uh, number one was the fact that Jason Momoa was yeah, actually really good. He at was it.
0: fantastic.
3: He was and, the best and, part, and he made me chuckle every time he was on screen.
0: Also, I'll just mention
3: nine had them go to space, mm-hmm. and that still was less ridiculous than whatever uh, fucking happened in this bullshit. <laughs> this movie was like. This <laughs> I hope killed the franchise. No, it didn't. <laughs> oh, I hope it. I hope mm. it, it. There's supposed makes, to be three more. <laughs> of course they uh, are making a ton of money. And uh, yeah, the movie just pissed me off so much because I was I was excited to go see it. I was like, yeah, you know what, well, whatever. Like you know, I hadn't seen the nine, so I was like, yeah, whatever. Like I'll just go watch it, whatever. And I I just left fucking mad because I was like, this movie was fucking stupid. The whole movie I just had a bad time with. So yeah, that's why it makes a spot.
0: There, there, there is a chance that it could have happened at the end that I that something even more ridiculous could have happened, and I would have been like, you know what? I'm fine. This explains everything. And that's when the two semis approach, and just one of them... <laughs> 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 I'm oh. like,
3: you know what? Cool. Crossover, well, baby. That, if, if they would have jumped into the more ridiculous, I probably would have liked it more. The problem was it just stayed at that level of not being overly ridiculous and stupid, it just didn't quite hit that market. I, I will
0: admit the ending did piss me off a little
3: bit. It was fucking terrible. But
0: I, I still had fun with Jason. That, so. yeah. And it was actually
2: himself. Yeah, He was playing himself, that's which like, I love. That's why it made number two. Not number and he one. was so much better than that than he was in his other film this year. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, Jamie, okay. what's your number two?
4: Uh, Renfield.
2: Hmm. What? Renfield. Yeah. That's in my dishonorable mentions that, as well.
0: That fell yeah. in my... Yeah. Yeah.
4: That, really, really. it just basically felt like Warm Bodies with Dracula. <laughs> it's because really, he's the same guy that plays in Warm Bodies. Nicole. Yes. He, yes. his character kind of stays the same. Like, he. Uh, Have you seen The Menu? No. He's very different. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to sit down and watch The Menu. <laughs> Missing out. <laughs> but yeah, that was my number two.
0: Um, yeah, uh, Ren- Renfield for me was okay because of Nick and Nick. <laughs> Whenever it was just them, it was pretty funny. Everything else was terrible. Yeah, I did not like it. I, I had a pretty high expectations for that, and it fell pretty flat for me. Um, so my number two, n- numero deuce in the toilet, was number one for the longest time. But then I watched something not too long ago, That took the place, so this ended up falling to number two. Funny thing is, they both have one common theme.
3: I will work and you will sleep. I understand.
0: I know what your number one is. Might be the same as mine. Eyes on the mother. You are number one. Hmm. You are number one. where fantasy and fun come to life. Okay. You must be a new security guard. Can I
3: uh, help
0: you? Five nights at Freddy's. Um, like how I mentioned Damon recently. I actually was semi interested in because I was like this trailer actually kind of makes it feel good and like you know it has this nice style look to it. I only really knew of the concept of the game, but I didn't know any, I didn't know anything about the lore with the books. But I still went in, you know, just going, okay, you know what? I want to see a fun, you know, horror movie that might be a stupid bad or it could be just surprisingly good. This was, and I'm not trying to be. Uh, make fun of anybody that's a fan of the lore as much as they stuck with the lore at all. This is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Uh, It felt like a rip-off of A Nightmare on Elm Street most of the time with the dream sequences that start to happen. (laughs) Uh, And from what I've actually gathered, the thing that takes up the most time in this, which is Josh Hutcherson and those dreams, are nowhere in the lore. It does not exist. So my then argument to the fans of this that are fans of it... Then why are you sticking up for something that primarily is not the lore? Uh, Then the worst part, it wasn't scary at all. And in fact, it actually kind of got infuriating to me because then it just was like, these animatronics, they look good, but they are not scary. And at one point, it turns into fucking Breakfast Club. (laughs) That that was the part that made me go, what the fuck is this? Not only that, characters just don't they just don't want to talk about stuff and I'm like I'm getting sick of this uh, Matthew lillard I respect him I liked him but I immediately called everything as soon as he had that conversation with him like I know exactly who he is I know what the twist is gonna be screen reference like I said at the end yeah of it. and this just this was number one for the longest time because I, and the worst part is this made so much money they're already making up more and I'm like I don't want to see more of this. And <laughs> I'm going to have to. Also, what do you call the second one? 5 Nights at Freddy's 2.
3: How many war- numbers are we going to get no, in here? We're going to go Dude, there's like six six 9 games, bro. Well, but that's a, that's including if you choose Ultimate Custom Night in there too. Like, <laughs> well, my then question is the titles, like how many times are we going to have
0: a number in the title? Yeah. 5 2 uh, or are we can okay. do suffixes <laughs> they'll just make it even longer yeah. Uh, so yeah number two for me is Five Nights at Freddy's what is your number one Caitlin? Oh,
1: your number two okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's is my number one because we were sitting in the theater and we both Shocker. had
2: this <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not a song at home <laughs>
1: And all of a sudden, we get to this one scene, and I hear a, what the fuck from you? And I'm like, I'm thinking the same thing. And I'm like, this is not scary. I'm not scared. What is going on? Is this a family movie? Yes. <laughs>
3: Surprisingly, yeah. Literally, like I said, if this, if this like, they really wanted to go on, they would have made it at least, you know, above PG-13. I mean, but, R yeah so they would they would at least win all in with it but yeah i knew they were gonna make it a kid like once i saw it was announced i was like oh it looks okay but once i saw that i'm like yeah it's gonna be a pg-13 film because they want those fucking kids in there that's what they want they want the kids to be in there because they all watch those youtubers that play it exactly that's all that it spans from that's the whole reason that this film is getting fucking made is because youtubers like the series would be nothing without it Nick, numero uno. Or what, do you want me to do my dishonorable mentions? Okay,
0: yeah, do your dishonorable. Okay,
2: so I'm trying to think. Because if, non, if, if, if none of there. them came up at all, you should yeah. probably just mention them. I mean, okay, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, mm-hmm. White Men Can't Jump.
0: God, I forgot about that. Yeah, I I that, had to that, see it. That, that I even happened. The original.
3: I think it was on. It, U- literally, U- did. it was literally. It was literally. This is U- like U- the the year for remaking like comedies. Yeah, yeah, like old school, like '90s and '80s yeah. comedies and bullshit. Um, Heart of Stone.
0: Never, never watched it. this. Is
2: a, this is this is a two big ones because I think it was a really struggle for DC this year as well. The Flash and Aquaman were both on there, but I did like another one that I'm going to mention later. Um, Quasi, which was oh, that's Broken, Broken, Liz- Lizard Broken Lizard's new film on Hulu, which The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I showed it to you. I love, I love Broken Lizard, but that was a bad one. Uh, Good Burger 2. Actually, Shazam is on here as well. The Marvels. You People. I didn't watch that. Knights of the Zodiac. Retribution. I did not like Sound of Freedom.
0: <laughs> Insidious, <laughs> The
2: Red Door. Marlowe, The Little Mermaid. Renfield, Haunted Mansion, Children in the Corn. And my number one... Has been for a while. The theater experience was interesting, though. That was the best part about it. But my number one is Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I believe the last I looked on Rotten, it had like a 3%, which that's that's pretty good for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. But it's arguably the most offensive movie of the year in the, most, in the worst possible way from beginning to end. Um, it's ugly, lazy, pretty sexist, and does nothing... But it's already stupid premise and making it a total waste of time. The purest trash there is. And I just went to see it because the mayors are really going to go see it. And I was like, it might be all right. And it was a one-time showing in a the theater. There was literally one showing on one night. And we went, I think it was like a Wednesday night or something. But the theater experience was actually funny because it was a bunch of high school, college kids. And they were all <laughs> running around the theater doing random shit. And it was pretty funny. So that was the best part about the movie. Okay. So, and to and add I to actually, that, they're getting ready to do a Mickey
3: Mouse horror movie as well. Yeah. I actually have a fun fact about this. On Reddit, I actually talked to the guy who did the music for that movie, <laughs> and I asked him. He was like, "Yeah, we wanted to make a terrible movie." <laughs> he yeah. was like, "He was like, yeah, that was the whole premise. He's like, we're gonna make a really fucking stupid movie about Winnie the Pooh." And then he, I was like, "You know, it'd be funny if you the music you did." Uh, you know you tried to do like a remake of like the mickey mouse not the mickey mouse but the wendy the pooh theme and he was like disney would butt fuck me if i did that (laughs) so uh, that was actually he was pretty cool but other than that yeah uh damon your number uh well you brought it up earlier and that was the machine (laughs) wow i was really hyped up for this film Yep. i was really like really excited and then i watched it and me and him had the same reaction. This is fucking stupid. Because it starts... Honestly, the beginning is... Okay, the first, like, 15 minutes. I was like, alright, whatever. And after that, it just is just like, yeah, this movie's fucking stupid. The, the, they brought up, what is it? He has man boobs. That was literally <laughs> eight times, I think, we counted. Yeah. It was a joke. A fucking man... Like, the first time I chuckled. <laughs> after that, maybe the first two times. I was like, oh, yeah... And then, like, after, they the, after the second time, it. I was like, oh, they I know what they're doing. And then, the, yeah, the movie's just fucking boring because they, they tried to make it an action movie and it just fell flat. Like, it, Mark Hamill was easily probably the best thing. It was the only thing that, like, kept the movie running. seen he, he in it a lot. He it actually. In it quite a bit,
0: yeah. He's in it quite a bit in the beginning, but then there's a part where he disappears for, like,
3: 30 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, well, whatever good this had is gone. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's all this, like, off of a fucking, like, literally, like, 15-minute comedy bit. And I've started to, like, dislike Brooke Kreischer okay. because I've started, like, looking into some of his comedy and shit. And I'm like, okay, like, he's really not actually that funny. And he's actually kind of a dick. <laughs> like, well, he's, he's very much from, like, the bro kind of crew. Well, it, just some of the things he's been doing with, like, his fellow comedy friends... Like, who are much been, funnier? Yeah, this been he's been kind of throwing them under the bus and shit, and I'm like, you know, kind of fuck this guy. Like now, I don't really find it funny at all. So yeah, whenever him to and want. Tom Segura together, I think Tom is way funnier. Yeah, and he's been he just fucked up shit with Tom Segura. So
2: I like watching his old stuff, like he uh, used to do the show where he used to ride the roller coasters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I used to. See, I love, I love that shit, but I, I didn't want to watch any of his recent stuff.
0: Jamie, you're number
4: one worst <laughs> <Uh-oh>. of 2023.
2: How <laughs> <out the> Freddy's. times <laughs> did it Three times. Right? Yeah,
4: well, uh, he saw it three times. I watched it one time with him. I I like I just I didn't get a scare out of it at all. Especially when they're laying down in the tent. That's the moment I was talking about. In the tent, and they're singing, and, and I'm just like, I love, I a musical, <laughs> all, but this is the stupidest thing. Like I was like but my son likes it he's 12 I mean
0: I can't wait for if he ever comes across real horror oh
4: yeah well he's he's all into that right now
3: so crap horror well I mean there's really nothing more we've literally talked about it like four times already yeah (laughs) I mean your your only difference is that you experienced it because of your kid
4: yeah
0: (laughs) and yeah I feel bad for you with that uh yeah and, as I mentioned, Five Nights at Freddy's was my number one. However, something took else that I even now regret paying $3 to watch it on Amazon Prime. I struggled to, I struggled to wa- decide to watch it, because I didn't know if it counted as a movie. However, more that I looked into it, I was like, this is a movie, so I have to watch it. So, my number one... We're
3: not going to find them. We will. Who, Piglet? Oh. We were friends for many years. Mm.
4: Christopher, (laughs) we need to leave. Now.
0: I really need to find out what's happening, okay? Mm. Also, Nick, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, this is a blatant cash grab by a fucking filmmaker that I will give him credit. He he decided to do something, and he's made a shit ton of money so that he can make a whole fucking universe with this now. But I mean, I strictly... With gonna, all these IPs coming free, yeah, he has a ton of well, material.
2: Yeah. They released that. The, kind of the, as soon as yeah.
0: he became a free domain, the only thing is that you can't use the Disney version. That's why he said that about the music, too. But this wasn't fucking salting to every fucking person that watched this, in my opinion. It's especially disrespectful towards women in this because it goes back to like those old slasher movies that that's all they were doing. But it's just the concept just fails because it's just a generic slasher movie. They just happen to be wearing the fucking heads and masks of them. Is there any other thing connected to that? No. Christopher Robin, his fucking wife gets fucking killed right in front of him while while before he mentions how much he loves her but doesn't fucking get up to help her. Uh, And then after that, it just turns into four or five women that get a cabin in the woods. Oh my gosh, we've never heard this before. And they just get slaughtered one by one. And it at least gives an attempt at the end that I think I'm like, Okay, this is supposed. I'm pretty sure this is the final girl. Nope, <laughs> it even goes that route of being just very, very mean spirited, and the fact that this initially was going to get a one night release, but it technically then got a week release, mm-hmm. and on a budget of a hundred thousand, it made five million. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Hey, <laughs> that's a pretty good. I can't say it's not a
3: successful movie. Yeah. The problem it's is just fucking insulting. They made that money, and like, we're gonna make a sequel. Yep, they already announced it. And the thing is, you can make a shitty film one time and make a bunch of money, yeah. but when you try to start making multiples, is where that's when you run into shit. Yeah, I
0: I just got so pissed off and so angry when I was watching this, and I'm like, I'm even bad that mad that I paid three dollars to watch this. <laughs> what do you think? What they did to Eeyore? Oh, the fact that they just
2: kill him off in the very beginning. And they use him his tail as a whip. <laughs> Oh, that's what that was? That's what that was. It was his
0: tail. I just thought it was a <laughs> fucking scalp. No,
2: it was his fucking tail.
0: And I'm like, why is this cutting him? Oh, wait, now that makes fucking sense.
2: I was like, wow, dude. They literally killed him off right at the beginning.
0: And, just, apparently, and, and just drawings, too.
2: Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was physical. It was actually drawings. They didn't want to do it actual. Jeez, because they would have had to pay for another car. Probably. Um, but the, I guess it's actually supposed to be more centered around
0: Tigger. Yeah, they're going to take the other ones. So, so yeah. yeah, that that's our worst of twenty twenty three, guys. Maybe uh Too similar. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I know this doesn't mean we're not going to see more bad movies. We will. <laughs> y- you will definitely because you've been going more with me.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just I'm, a I'm, I'm just going to say you've been way kinder to something than me.
1: <laughs> Maybe because I'm a kinder person. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I will take that. <laughs> oh, wow. Because, yeah, I, I go into it, I'm like, wow, you are insulting. You are not a film. <laughs> You're like, eh, they tried. <laughs> um, but now that that's kind of washed out of our mouth, hopefully we can move yeah, on to better to better, better things. So, uh We definitely had a number of ones that were the same, so at least that says, hey, at least the year was consistent with bad. There was maybe one or two that kind of, you know, was an outlier, but we will not touch on that because we might touch on it later. Uh, But, yep, uh, as far as after this worst of the year, be sure to get ready for our best coming up. So, but moving on to then, this has been...
4: Of the black swan.
0: Knicker's chicken. For the gobbler.
4: <laughs> Mother hen.
0: And Gallo loco. Enjoy and get ready for 2024, guys. Hopefully we won't have as many bad, but we will.